let me put some water on your balls. More from the master debater. Martin. You never know what comes out of this guy's mouth. Well, I can only imagine what this is here. Since I'm not the real big Halloween guy, I'm guessing this is something to do with Chucky. Am I right? Well, let me ask our next guest. Maybe he knows. Since his name is Chucky. Chuck Esposito over at Red Rock. What's going on, Chucky? I'm all good, T. Yep. I see a couple years ago, Jason and I were Jason and Chucky on our podcast, so <laughs> names were rather fitting on Halloween, but, uh, you know, it's, uh, it is what it is, you know? Uh, how do you feel about Halloween, Chuck? I'm good with it. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, I enjoy the holidays, you know, having... Having three kids and stuff—it's uh, always been kind of, kind of fun. And uh, being able to dress up as Chucky—it's just, uh, it's just fitting. Now, know? is that what you were doing? Were you dressing up as Chucky back in the day? I think I was the original Chucky. Whoa, know? this is true. That's it. <laughs> oh, there's some breaking news, ladies and gentlemen. The real Chucky. Please stand up. There he is. <laughs> oh, that's funny, man. That's- what uh, what's your go to? So is that your go to costume, or were you, you were you a costume guy? Did you when you took the kids out? I mean, what were you doing? I, I I've had you pegged for maybe dressing up in a Blackhawk, you know, uniform, or maybe a Phil Esposito or something like that. You know, with a mask. I I think it just varied based on kind of what my uh, when my kids were younger, what uh, uh, what their kind of theme of the day was. If it was, you know, Star Wars or something else, just kind of capitalizing on that. But uh, it is fun, you know, for the kids. And I know they enjoy it. And uh, um, But, you know, Chucky was uh, kind of that go-to costume, I think. Because, again, it just was kind of fitting. See? Yeah, yeah. See, I, I could tell you probably – I don't now, see, I have, I have a daughter. Okay, so I had a daughter. So my mine got skewed a little bit different direction, you know, especially when she was younger. Probably my best costume, <coughs> when she dressed up as Belle – and I was the beast, and that that was that was. I like it. Yeah, see, that was wait, strong. Wait, wait, yeah. The beast is hairy. Well, I had a costume. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> I, I had the beast costume. I like it. Yeah, see, <clears throat> I like it. There it is. I like it. Oh, we used to dominate those contests back in the day. All right. Uh, speaking of liking it, how much did you like seeing the Raiders get drilled yesterday? Jeez, what was that, you know, Chuck? It's not that I like seeing him get drilled, T. Um, I, I think yesterday was one of those days where if you looked at all of our kind of big decisions for the day, um, we needed the Jets against the Patriots, didn't get there. We needed the Lions against the Dolphins, didn't get there. We needed the Bears against the Cowboys, didn't get there. We needed the Texans against the Titans, didn't get there. We needed the Giants against the Seahawks, didn't get there. Those were like our five or six biggest decisions, not including needing the Saints big time, straight parlays, money lines, and needing it under big. And we got kind of all four of those, which really was kind of a a game saver for the day. Um, Am I a Raiders fan? Absolutely. But from our side of the counter, sometimes we need them not to cover. In this particular case, with a low spread, they were bet heavily. Um, And it really was, you know, a, a huge kind of positive outcome for us, just like kind of finishing the day with so much live stuff dumping into Buffalo, having Green Bay score that late touchdown and, and cover there as well. 
those are the two games that, that really kind of changed the complexion of the day. But nothing was bigger um, than, than having the Raiders lose outright um, for parlays, money line, straight, and, of course, keeping it under. All were kind of paramount. Uh, keeping us in the black for the day. Yeah, I was going to say, I can imagine a lot of people probably betting the over in that game as well, too. And, of course, it went way under. If we look at favorites, uh, Chuck, what, 10 favorites covered on the NFL weekend. we still got one game to go uh, tonight. And usually that means, hey, that's a great day for the players uh, when the favorites cover. But it sounded like I said you had some games that went your way. Yeah, I think overall, I mean, some of the trends you're hearing industry-wide is that it was a really good day for the players. I think our market, um, just being a locals market and the way that um, the public and our guests bet the Raiders kind of was, again, the, the game saver for us. Uh, no question, there's a lot of liability that's uh, dumping into tonight's game. Um, the weather could be a factor tonight. 72% of the tickets are on Cincy right now. 67% um, of the tickets are on the over. We know they still have Higgins and Boyd and Mixon. Um, of course, Chase is out for a few weeks. But um, it's a kind of a Cincy team that seems to be kind of peaking at the right time. Uh, so we're Browns fans. However, it is in Cleveland. It's Halloween night. Um, so, hey, I'll, I'll take our chance with the Browns tonight. Um, but we're, we're clearly going to be rooting for the home team. Got a lot of orange in that game there, Chuck. You know, got orange versus orange. Uh, just a bit. Just a bit, Steve. Just a bit. And then you got a little Astros orange if that game goes, too, in Philly. But we'll talk about that here in a minute. But back to this uh, this game with Cincinnati and Cleveland uh, tonight. You know, the Browns obviously have been a, a major disappointment. And you're right, Cincinnati has come up big. Uh, and it looks like they're starting to get things, you know, together. But, you know, when you look at this Browns team, I mean, they've played some some pretty close competitive games. Uh, what, in three of the last four games, they've lost by, by three points or less. And uh, this this team is kind of a, a little bit of a, a quagmire, I guess, so to speak. And I, I can see where people may want to play the Browns in this situation uh, because of Jamar Chase. Uh, you mentioned, though, that you you know the Cincinnati still got some weapons, but both teams do have some injuries here. Yeah, it seems kind of trending the, the opposite way. Uh, Bengals being four and three and have won two in a row. Uh, Cleveland at two and five. They've lost four in a row. But I think more importantly, T, with this being, you know, week eight, this is their, this will be their fifth home game. Um, so even with, you know, Watson potentially coming back later in the season, they're going to have, you know, more road games than they do home games. Um, so this becomes kind of a, a big game for them. I think you look at the emergence of teams like the Jets and Dolphins, both above 500. Um, you know, the, the fact that Bengals and Ravens are playing well, the Bills, Chiefs, Chargers. Um, there's still going to be a team or two that, with the ex- extended playoff format, makes it as a wild card team that maybe is 9-8 and eight or 8-9. Eight and nine. Um, But I think this is a huge game for Cleveland. I think it, at 2-6 and six, it becomes a, a real long shot. At three and five, and, and having the Bengals drop to four and four, I think they're still in the division. I mean, Ravens are only five and three, although they're getting some help, and they made that big trade today for Roquan Smith from the Bears, getting some help back on defense. Um, but I think it's a, it's a it's a much bigger game for Cleveland today uh, than it is for Cincy winning tonight. Yeah, I agree with you. Like I said, Cleveland's played their three of the last four games uh, lost by a, a field goal or less, despite losing four in a row. We'll see what happens tonight as the Browns will host the Bengals in that rivalry. Uh, Chuck, when we look at uh, – talk about disappointments. I mean, man, the Rams. 
lose to the 49ers again, and it's the way they lost the game yesterday. I mean, they got off to a pretty good start. San Francisco throws a little trick play. We see what Christian McCaffrey does. You know, uh, t- uh, receiving touchdown, throws a touchdown pass, a rushing touchdown. Uh, he is going to be such a big difference maker for the 49ers. And not just, you know, because he left Carolina to go to San Francisco. But this is a guy that's still in his prime. And I think he's going to be a little rejuvenated coming back to the same area where he played his college ball at Stanford. And, uh, you know, two weeks with Christian McCaffrey, he's been fantastic. But it's the way the Rams lost, where they didn't score a single point after the six-minute mark of the second period yesterday. They had a lead at 14-10, to 10, never scored again. And the Niners just drilled them in the second half and just, you know, the, the pass-happy Rams. I mean, they looked pathetic yesterday. Well, it's not the same Ram team. I don't know if it's part Super Bowl hangover or what. Um, but, you know, they, they, you know, with the situation surrounding Akers, they haven't been able to run the ball as well. Um, even the, you know, signing Allen Robinson in the offseason, Van Jefferson getting a little bit healthy. Um, Higby's been hurt. He got hurt again yesterday. It's really Cooper Cup or bust offensively. Um, defensively, they've been okay, not quite as stout as they were last year. Um, so, you know, there's still a lot of time left. I think when you look at the, the NFC, when you can say that, hey, the Rams are 3-4, and four, the Niners 4-4, four and four, the Packers 3-5, and five, and the Bucks 3-5, and five, I don't think any of us saw that coming um, through Week 8. <clears throat> On the flip side, although the Niners are only 4-4 four and four, um, for me, and somebody asked me this earlier today, if you were picking the two teams to be in the Super Bowl, who would you pick today? And I think it's an overwhelming Buffalo Bills in the AFC. Um, although Kansas City, I'm sure, is not going to be afraid to have to go to Orchard Park and, and play up there if it works out well um, that those two teams meet each other. But although they're only 4-4, four and four, I still think if the Niners are healthy and you add McCaffrey to that mix with, with Debo and, uh, and Ayuk and, and Kittle um, and, and a defense like that, I think you can make a case that they're going to have their chance to possibly play in the NFC title game. Now, I know the Eagles are undefeated, and I think every week that I expect them to come back down to earth a little bit, um, Jalen Hurts continues to impress me. Um, the play calling's phenomenal. A.J. Brown has been great. It doesn't matter if it's Goddard, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith. Somebody seems to emerge. They make the trade for Quinn, which wasn't a weakness, just becomes even more of a strength now on the edge. So the Eagles are really, really good, too. But if I wasn't taking one of the two teams that lead the conference or are the favorite right now, for me, the Niners would be on that short list to potentially be playing in Arizona in February. I'm with you. I mean, the Niners are healthy now. And you mentioned Kittle. I mean, he's healthy. Uh, Samuel, I mean, they're, you know, as long as Jimmy Garoppolo continues to play the way he's playing, I love the Niners. But I'm going to throw something out here, too. And this is going to, you know, sound a little bit crazy. But, you know, the Eagles, no one really expected them to be doing this. But when you look at the way they're playing, it's been fantastic, Chuck. But this team could... This sounds crazy, but they actually could run the table or come close to running the table. They're undefeated right now, but look at this schedule that they got coming up. And let's just go down the list and, and, and give me a quick take. All right. So next week, they got the they've got uh, they've got the uh, the Commanders. Okay. No, the Texans. They got the Texans next week, right? Texans. What do you think is going to happen? I mean, they're they're double digit favorites, team. Right. Um, you know, we've, we've seen teams that have run 
right through the Texans. The Texans can't stop the run. It's a homecoming for, for Jalen Hurts. This isn't one of the games that I would have circled to say that Philadelphia could possibly lose. Right. We know in this league anything can happen. Anyone can beat anybody on any given day. Um, but you know, it's a short week as well. But just the Texans cannot stop the run. Defensively, they can't get off the field. So I, I don't think this is a game that Philadelphia loses. Exactly. Then the next week, they got the Commanders. You know, they're going to be favored there, and they handle them already in, in Washington, and they get them at home. After that, you got the Colts. They go Indianapolis again, nothing special there. Then they will host the Packers. We know the Packers are not the same team that, uh, that we're used to. They're sliding backwards. Then you got the Titans, Giants, Bears, Cowboys. Okay, that's going to be a tough one. Saints and Giants again. It would not be out of the realm that this team finishes something like 15-2. and two. Yeah, I mean, initially you said they can run the table. And they could. And two isn't running the table. No, but, but uh, I'm going to yeah, say. I think when, but they're going to yeah, be when favored. You look at multiple just, games against yeah. the Giants, yeah. the game against the Cowboys. Um, you know, anytime you have a divisional game on the road, um, it's still a tough tough time to win it. They're really good. There's no question that, that the Eagles are really good. We're actually one step ahead of you, T. We've had up now for a few weeks, um, you know, uh, the, uh, the prop, will the Eagles go 17-0 and in the regular season? So, I mean, that has been up for a while now. Um, again, they continue to impress me on a weekly basis. Love the growth of Jalen Hurts. And I really look at that team similar to what Buffalo did, that Buffalo went out and made that trade for Stephon Diggs to give Josh Allen that big-time weapon in his third year. Philly did exactly the same thing by getting A.J. Brown. It's opened more things up for Goddard and Devonta Smith. They use a multitude of running backs, if it's Boston Scott, if it's Miles Sanders, if it's Kenneth Grainwell, and they know that Jalen Hurts is as good as any of their running backs. So from a balanced perspective, they are really good. Um, and then you add into a, the mix that the defense continues to play really well, and then you add a Robert Quinn who had you know 21 sacks last year. This is an Eagle team that you know they've given up, I believe, the fewest points um, in the entire uh, you know. In the, I think in the entire NFC, they've given up the fewest amount of points. So they can, they can play on both sides, and it's obvious the trade with Quinn sends a message to your entire team, your fan base, that, hey, we're, we want to win this. We want to be a player. So they're really good, and I love the way Jalen Hurts has been playing so far. Me too. Love him. <laughs> Ten games to go, and to think about that the toughest game on their schedule would be on Christmas Eve at Dallas, and that's their toughest game. I mean, every other game, they are going to be favored to win. And I'm just saying, yeah, I mean, this team could well, be. I mean, don't don't laugh when I say this, but, uh, you know, I think that in a weird way, the loss last night by, by Green Bay, dropping them to 3-5, and five, um, you know, I, I thought they responded fairly well in the second half of the game. Um, and Rodgers you know, had some young receivers that, you know, that might take the next step. I still think between now and 4 o'clock Eastern tomorrow, if one team makes a splash, if it's for a Chase Claypool, an Elijah Moore, a Brandon Cooks, a Jerry Judy, um, some of the wide receiver names that are kind of to be rumored out there, I have to think it's Green Bay with you know, some of the injuries to Lazard and Watson, that if they could get another big-time wideout, we know they can play some D, we know you've got number 12 at quarterback, and you've got a really good running back in Aaron Jones and then Dylan to kind of spell him. I think they need that veteran wideout. So 
I'm not ready, even though being a Bear fan, and we talked about it last week, no tears from me when Green Bay loses. But I, I still think, even though they're only 3-5, and five, you're going to have a team that be, is a wild card team with eight or nine wins. If I had to pick who that team was today in the NFC, I still would probably pick Green Bay. No, I'm with you. And I, I said that three, four weeks ago. Okay, well, the Packers aren't as bad as the record indicates. But then, I mean, they just are struggling offensively. I mean, week after week after week. So uh, we will see. All right, Chuck, uh, the breaking news. Uh, game three tonight of the World Series has been postponed due to weather there in Philadelphia. The World Series is now scheduled for Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday in Philadelphia. Friday is now the off day. And if there's a game six and seven, it'll be in Houston on Saturday, Sunday. Chuck, am I have to change my travel plans again? I, I guess you are, T. I guess the big thing for me is the wheels are already turning because Thursday night, you now have a World Series game of Houston at Philly. Yes. And Thursday night, you have yeah. a Thursday night football game of Philly at Houston. Right. So how creative can I be to kind of tie some stuff together uh, for those two sports? Okay, so you better okay, you better pull out all the stops here, and you better make sure that you're serving some Philly cheesesteaks in that sports book, along with maybe some Texas barbecue. There you go, Chuck. We got to do it. Let's go. You know, I was thinking of more from the bookmaking side than the food side, but I but I love See, the twist, T. That's I the difference. It. That's the difference between you and I. See, you are just so work-consumed, and I'm just so pleasure-consumed, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but we know, Chuck, they awesome go hand-in-hand. Hand. We know that football, food, uh, and Betty, they all go hand-in-hand, hand, so we, are, we must collaborate here myself, all right? I love it, buddy. You're, you're not hearing any objectives to me. It's just a different thought process going in. I understand. I can see Chuck Esposito up all night tonight. He's going to be him and and Symbol and McCormick. Okay, I say, how can we get creative here? Let's see. We got how we how are we going to work these this Philly Houston prop here? I can see it. Okay, good for you, man. Good stuff. It's going to happen, buddy. As soon as we hang up. <laughs> all right, good deal. All right, man. Uh, STN mobile app. Go get it. It is so easy to use. All the kiosks are available for you too to avoid the long lines. But uh, nothing better than hanging out at any of the station casino properties. Right, Chuck? For sure, T. I mean, we love it when all the guests come out and enjoy everything we have to offer across the board. STN Sports, though. We know everyone's getting busy now. Holidays are right around the corner. Uh, you've got, you know, World Cup that takes place in, in late November. What a great time to get signed up for STN Sports. It really does bring the sports book to you and everything that we're adding now from a wagering venue perspective with all the props and all the different events and, and everything else going on. It is at your fingertips. Uh, so get signed up today. There you go. Chuck, appreciate it as always, my friend. And uh, we'll talk to you later. Uh, happy trick-or-treating for you, okay? All right. Thanks, Pete. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. Take care, brother. All right. Have an orange beer. That's what you should do tonight, Chuck. Have an orange beer. I love it. I, I just might. I just might. There you go. All right. Take care, brother. My you man, too, buddy. Thanks. Chuck Esposito at Red Rock. They do a fantastic job. Him and the whole crew over there, Jason and Jason. Hey, there's another Halloween thing. Jason and Chucky. Jason, Jason, and Chucky. Wow. All right, I want to thank Chuck Esposito, Matt Holt for joining us today. Miss any part of the show, go to the website at tcmartinshow.com. Uh, check out our Raiders recap. That is up there. Interview from last week with Mattress Mac. It was great seeing Matt, Mattress Mac and being with him last week. Uh, Mac uh, is in Philadelphia. There is no game tonight. Rained out, postponed. Game three will take place tomorrow at Philly, 5.03 Pacific time.
For Numchuck, TC saying so long. Enjoy your Halloween. Enjoy. My uh, dilemma is cured. I got no baseball tonight. I will escape and keep with my Halloween tradition. It's movie time! They prey on you. They do not prey on each other. That's the difference. They attack. They feed only warm flesh.